everybody. Hello! We are here with Boy Oh Boy Conversations with Gray and JC Grayson. JC. Grayson, why are we recording with our laptops and not in person, sitting across from one another in a living room or bedroom? Well, actually, a variety of reasons. Oh, no. A whole no. series of events. That's, I mean, Where do we even get started? Uh, I mean, maybe if you're a listener at home, part of the listening audience, the most obvious guess, maybe at the top of your head, is that I, JC, am sick, given the state of my voice. But uh, according to the doctor, at least, I'm not sick. I just got bad allergies. But I've never had allergies do this to my voice, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that's not it. I'm not sick. I tested negative for strep. I tested negative for COVID. Okay? And maybe, maybe, potentially, when I woke up this morning, it was abnormally early. And maybe it was not because of my alarm, but instead of shooting chest pain and an unbearable pain to lay on my left arm. Okay? Maybe that also happened. But they insist it's not strep. And the, the chest pain went away after an hour. So... Who knows, Grayson? Maybe next Who's week we'll be live from the hospital. But this one's not. That'd be crazy. This one's live from, I assume, both of our bedrooms. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. But why is that? It's not my fault. Yeah, it's my fault. It's my oh, fault. What the week. hell? I will what take, the heck? I'll take full credit for this one. It started, it began as a very, a very simple sort of situation. At work, at work, JC. I told you previously about how my manager had gotten laid off and they merged two teams together. Um, and, you know, dear old GameStop, they merged two teams together under one manager, kind of make sure there was still a manager watching over everything, but, like, he would have... And they were two smaller teams and the schedule was kind of... Like, it just made sense when they were re reorganizing Classic GameStop shenanigans, as I like to call it. Pop them together. Just pop them together. That's right. Manager was great. He was fantastic. The good new guy that took over, he got me promoted. He was super great to get along with. Great guy big fan but new year has rolled around they're now splitting our teams back off and i'm getting no. yet another new manager a whole new manager no truly 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 let me well, tell you i thought gamestop had learned their lesson i thought they learned that you don't give gray the gray the manager gray the gray manages okay so this is well funny you say that oh we can get into that no later it's gonna be a whole thing uh-oh um but new manager which means new team and this coming week is like the actual move over so on wednesday we like move desks and everything to our new spots got all set up and we're going to start working under the new guy here this coming week um but 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 so many butts in this story jc a lot of them um, but that's how i like it that's how steven likes it <laughs> right there on his tv screen sorry computer screen continue um with the team splitting off and everything the thought was okay well while well, we're still like a final a big team we'll have like a final get together and so i, I texted jc i was like i think monday or tuesday no tuesday because i found out on tuesday this was the idea um that we would just have like one last get together it was literally in like a team meeting at the end of the day they were like okay so for the group outing tomorrow and everyone was like we're having an outing tomorrow none of us knew that's a really lame way to drop that on some people. Like this, is, 
it's not like a fun time with friends. Like I get this, you are friends with a lot of them, but to drop a work outing on your employees last minute, that's not nice. Well, you see, our team has like um, people who are meant to, you know, schedule all this stuff, plan this stuff out. Yeah. So it's not our manager who does this. He just pays for everything. Oh, um, oh from his own wallet? He's supposed to charge it to like the company card, but from one of the people who's been on the team with him for like a very long time, the reality is he is too lazy to charge it to the company card and do the accounting for it. So most of the time he just pays for it himself. Good for him. If you put it on the company card, you have to like itemize and then do all the yeah. due diligence. Just like I can't be bothered. I'm just I love pay for itemizing. Itemizing so fun. But also I, I get that because now the company's gonna be like wow look how little money they've cost us maybe we'll give them support and not fire them but no that hasn't worked no, out for most of your managers thus far so huh no i don't think so and Dang. also i feel like he probably recognizes if he has to itemize it out and you know gamestop looks at the itemization it's like man they're spending a lot of money on alcohol yeah, that would probably yeah. Not go over we're well encouraging either, a, so. a culture of well addiction is the thing but yeah Point is, we had the outing, so I texted JC Tuesday, and I was like, hey, listen, for a podcast tomorrow, any chance we could just do it on, like, Thursday or something? You were like, yes, absolutely. Would you like to come to my apartment or uh, do it remote uh, on Thursday? And I was like, I can come to your apartment. No problem. Yeah. I'll be over there. I'm not at your apartment. No, you are not. And those were the options. I laid out the options of you may come to my apartment or we may record remote because, quite frankly, two days of driving through downtown traffic in Austin, Texas – during peak hours of traffic is not fun, you know? I so, I mean, yeah. I put the ball in your court. You could have done it if you wanted to. But seeing as you're not here, I guess that means you simply didn't want to. Well, no, here's the thing. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. So, um, I have a coworker who lost her cell phone recently. No. So, she doesn't have, like, maps or anything to, nav to navigate. So, she was like, I can't go to the outing. Because I won't know how to get home afterwards. Like, even if I follow some of their IL, I'll have no idea how to get home. Yeah. Because I don't have a map. So I was like, that's stupid. I'll drive you to the, like, outing and then back to your car because you know how to get home from work. And she was like, thank you. That's crazy. So, Has she ever heard of MapQuest? Okay. Come on listen, now. She's a Zoomer. What's there to say? The, listen. We're... we're I would fall apart at the seams if someone tried to give me a printed out map to follow while driving. I can barely follow Apple Maps. It wouldn't go well. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, so many butts. I got to stop saying that. So no, you're butts. allowed to say butt. You're allowed to say butt. I am granting um, you permission. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I drove her to the team outing and then I let her drive back to the parking garage so like i drove her there and then she drove my car back here's the thing what do you mean let you her let her <laughs> what does that mean like was she begging i'm not begging but she was like hey can i drive and i was like yeah okay okay i guess that does count as letting in my head you asked her to drive and now you're framing it as i let her drive um no. but that makes more sense because I, I was driving home immediately after yeah why did she want to yeah. drive I don't know. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, should not have let her. I've, oh. I made a grave mistake. No. Because let me tell you, driving home from the outing, so afterwards, after Orlando <laughs> driving back, 
I'm driving, you know, down the highway. I'm like, man, my car's making a little bit of a weird noise now. What the uh -huh. heck is going on? But I don't think too much about it. You know, it's, it's not the newest car ever. Cars make noises. No worries. Uh, I drive along the highway, get off the highway, pull out. And I'm on kind of like, you know, nice. that you ever get off of Mopac onto like, um, I think it's 45th. And then you're driving and then it's like the windy thing with the big old hills. And the I stop hate signs. the windy thing with the big old hills on Mopac. Yes, I do know. I don't like highway um, interchanges at all, to be clear. Well, this isn't an interchange. This is when you get off. Oh, this just the access road? No, it's not the access road because there's no access road at my exit. Like what? you get off and you're basically in a neighborhood. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, okay, okay. Like there's technically an access road, but you take a left and then you're like driving through a neighborhood. No, this you makes take sense. a left immediately. Um but there's stop signs, you know, windy road whatever. I'm pulling up to a stop sign and like I'm going up a hill. I'm like Okay, let me accelerate a little bit. My car's uh -oh. not accelerating. It's not accelerating. I'm not getting any faster. I'm slowing but down as I'm going up the Are you at the bottom of a hill? No, I'm, I'm like cresting the hill at this oh, point. So I'm not no. worried about like rolling back or anything. Oh, oh, okay, okay. But there's a stop sign coming up. Thank goodness, because my car is no longer accelerating. I cannot get it to move forward. So I stop, put on my hazards. And I'm like, well, what do I do now? I can't get my car to accelerate. I... I uh, try a couple more times to try and accelerate. Nothing's happening. I cannot like get it to accelerate. So stop it, put it in park, turn the car off. And after a couple of tries to start it, it starts back up and I can accelerate it and get home. Noise is still going. Noise is more present now. But I get home. Congratulations. But I'm like, man, that's not good. I should probably take this to a mechanic because I got really lucky that I didn't just suddenly stop accelerating while I was out on the highway mm -hmm. half a mile ago, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd go so far as to say not only is it not good, I'd say it's bad, Gray the Gray. You darn well might be right. Thank you. Um, so I text JC, I'm like, hey, listen, I got to take my car to the mechanic. It's not going well. Um, and so now we're here. JC now we're is here so generous as to let us do this remotely of and course. now we're doing it remotely so i want to go back to a point in the story where you said you let that 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 co-worker drive are we just can we just dump the blame on them uh, for breaking my car yes okay 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 perfect, perfect it's her fault she broke my car yeah yeah yeah. because i was worried the direction of the story that you were going to start converting into a grandpa you know grandpa type driver i don't know if you remember the the trauma he experienced driving you to the bus stop uh, on our way this back from woman. New York trip. That's exactly right. I believe the quote that is really, I wasn't even there for the moment, but you've seared it into my mind. Uh, the quote from my grandfather was, quote, fucking women drivers about my That's grandmother. That's okay. Yep. Great, great, great news. Great news. Poor grandma. Um, but He might have been onto something. I let a woman drive my car once. Car breaks. And guess what happens? You know what? Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I did take it to the mechanic today. I gave you some updates on that. I took you did. The mechanic in the morning, right around noon is when I get it in. I had called ahead and I was like, hey, listen, I, I, this is what happens. And also, I think I probably should get an oil change while I'm at it. Can you do oil changes? Because I didn't know how bad it was. Because when I started back up the car, it was still making a funny noise, but like it drove. So I didn't think it was anything too serious. I figured. Yeah. I don't know, like a timing belt or something mechanical. I was just kind of like slipping loose.
Okay. Like that they could fix. They're like, well, I'm at it. I'll just get the oil changed. Whatever. No worries. I get it there. They say, yeah, absolutely. We can probably like take a look at it either this afternoon or tomorrow morning. That's fine. I don't need to be anywhere. Yeah. Uh, for the next couple of days because I don't have work. Easy stuff. Drive it over. Drop it off. Like three hours pass. Three hours pass. And I get a call and he's like, listen, brother. Brother. Engine shot. And like your engine's done. it's non-recoverable um basically there's no oil pressure going into my engine like there's oil there was oil in my car the oil was fine but the oil was not getting to the engine no and so the engine was just it would run through all the oil and then run completely dry and next time that happens it's just and I guess what had happened, the reason I lost acceleration is because it had run itself dry and just caused some type of, like, irreparable damage. So when they took a look at it, they're like, yeah, engine's kind of shot. You'll have to get a new engine. I was like, well, how much would something like that cost? He was like, it, it's going to be six or seven grand, if not more. It's many like, grand. Well, and he was like, yeah, uh, with that car, you know, I, I can't imagine you want to invest that much in it. It might just be time for a new car. And I was like, I mean... Can you get new oil in it still so that at least it'll be running? And he was like, yeah, we can do that. And I was like, how long do you think I got with it? And he was like, I wouldn't drive the thing. And I was like, cool. Nice. That's good to hear. Um, and he was like, yeah, there's nothing really that can be done without replacing the engine. You should probably just get a new car sort of thing. So I go, he, he's like, yeah, you can pick up the car whenever we'll, we got new oil put in it just stop by so i go and pick up the car i call you on the way to picking up the car and tell you what's going on um but i pick up the car it's still running i get back to my apartment fine but yeah it's it's just gonna die it is it is damaged to the point of no return it's gonna die and so i need to get a new car all thanks to the woman driver yeah that's really sad grayson that is very very sad uh so what's what's the plan what is the move um okay so when i get to the i had already spoken to you on the way to the mechanic and you i I've first called my dad i was like what should i do he was like i don't know i got my last car in carvana you'll pay more but at least it's really convenient um <laughs> I or i know a guy yeah. out in san antonio <laughs> who works for like red mccombs dealership and so i could get in contact with him see what he can do for you i was like sounds good don't contact the guy yet because i don't know what i want to do but appreciate the advice then on the way to the mechanic i call you and you were like my dad has a guy with the toyota in san antonio and they do it all through him like that makes sense sensible plan um and then i get to the guy at the mechanics and he's like yeah you should probably get a new car and i was like well what car should i get And he was like a toyota let's go they're reliable I yeah, hear? that's what he said. He was like, the reliability of the Toyota is the best. Honda is a very close second, and then everyone else is significantly below. Let's go. Yeah, no, I only have a Toyota, and I've had Toyotas because it's just what well, my family all drives, you know? So, mm-hmm. shouts out. You get to join the Cola family, potentially. That's exciting, you know? Mm-hmm. But you could always get a sports car. Have you considered leasing grayson i don't i don't think i want to rolling up to gamestop okay i'm sorry honestly that would be a little dangerous to keep it outside of gamestop all the time 
You know, okay, that's also a fair concern, honestly. Also a very fair concern. So what kind of Corolla, or sorry, not Corolla, what kind of Toyota are you looking at? Um, That's a good question. I had looked at their cars because I, I started Prius. looking at Toyotas and stuff. I'm not getting a Prius. No S shot. Grayson, we need to finish the story. We need a Cummobile. What I'm the heck? I'm not getting, I'm not, I, I think I might get a Camry. Oh my goodness gracious. Whatever. It's just a good, simple sedan. Yeah, neither of the two that I like. Oh, I don't even like you the Corolla that much, TBH. Oh, that's what I was saying. That was the other one is the Corolla. But I just, I'm attached to the Corolla now that I have it. But really, it's nothing special. In fact, it feels really long. If you want a car that just feels lengthy, get a Corolla. If you want a car I that don't. feels compact, really get a Prius. I, I couldn't tell you what it's like to drive a Camry. I've never been behind the wheel. I feel like it'd probably be semi-similar to the thing I had. Okay. Because the car I had was a just a regular sedan, but like modern sedans are larger. Yeah, this makes sense. This makes very much sense, Gray the Gray. But this is also massive. How how are you feeling? How are you feeling now, being a boy who needs a new car? What is the emotional toll then? Man, I don't want to have to pay for a new car. Okay, okay, so it's more financial worries, like not like necessarily an attachment to the car where you have to say goodbye. I mean, I like my car. It's a good car. I've enjoyed having it. Well, it's just think about places. this. I like the color of it. You'll be able to probably use CarPlay or at least have a working radio with your new car. That would be a pretty big deal, yeah. Like, theoretically, within the week, you will probably have a working radio, working car radio. Well, I better get a car in the coming week because here's the thing jc yeah tell sure, me i work thing. from home on saturday but mm -hmm. this relates back to the splitting off into the new teams thing okay with the new teams um teams the portion of the big team that is split off that is like actually my team that is now going to be this new section is only five people five people plus manager shout out of the five people three of us so myself and two others joined at the same time one person joined after us, the co-worker that ruined my car. And then yeah. one person has been around for a considerable amount of time. Okay. The person who's been around for a considerable amount of time, she just passed her licensing to do, like, manager stuff. Like, she can now, she is now, like, legally qualified to be a manager. And all the managers and directors really like her. So she's getting a lot of opportunities to get experience managing by doing, like, um, acting manager stints for mm -hmm. other teams where, like, the manager goes out of town or anything. Um, in addition to the five people, we're also getting five brand new people right out of training. Yo, like just brand new onto the team. So we're doubling the size of our team with totally new people. That sounds miserable. That no experience. And we have one person with considerable experience. We have one person. No offense, but GameStop sounds like it's falling apart. I don't blame you for thinking that because here's where it gets even crazier. The one person with a lot of experience, the one who just passed her manager stuff, um, I just told you that she's getting a lot of opportunities for being an ATM and acting to manager and stuff. We get the five new people this coming week on Monday. Mm -hmm. She is going to spend that whole week as a team manager on a completely different schedule. <laughs> cool. I'm going to be the most senior person on my team. 
shout out to you. You're going to be able to, you know, craft these young up-and-comers in your image, Grayson. I do not have the experience for that. I mean, just give it a shot. You know, make them blindly loyal. Don't make them good at their job. You just make them right. loyal to you. Blindly loyal to me. No, you raise a good point. No, you're right. I what else you are you supposed to do with power? You know? Yeah, basically there's going to be four of us and five new people because one of us is going to be gone. So four of us who are already on the team, five brand new people with no experience, and we're just going to have to figure it out. All Shout with a new out. manager that I just met. That's massive. That sounds like an exciting time, Grayson. Uh, surely they'll be compensating you for training a, a new batch of, of no. youngins. Okay. Well, no. you'll you do it for the love of the game, right? Yep. Love of the game. Love of the game. I think so. I think so. Love of the game. Love of the stop. That's exactly the right. It, exactly the right. Yep. Grayson, is there anything else you'd like to talk about regarding GameStop or your car? Not unless you have any car insight. I mean, my only car insight is that it sucks when your car breaks down, but at least yours like still worked. The worst is when it just straight up won't turn on and you can't even get it to the mechanic, you know? So at least you don't have to do toes. Yeah, this is my moment for finally getting AAA, I think. That makes sense. It makes very much sense. Again, greatest deal I, I could ever imagine. Uh... I, I, I don't pay for it. I get my grandpa gets it for me as like a Christmas gift every year. But I think it is like what? 50 bucks or 100 bucks. And then you get so many toes. So many of them, Grayson. You know? Well, ideally, I'll need none of them. I mean, ideally, like this past year, I used zero of my toes. But the two years preceding it, I used a decent number of toes on just that poor, poor, sweet red Prius that I love dearly. You know? It's true. It's gone. It's no longer mine, which is very sad. Very, very sad. Grayson, let's talk about, uh, you were talking about how you love the game. You love GameStop, right? Love of the game. My niece, you know what game she loves? FNAF. No, no that, that's one of the nieces, which she does love oh. FNAF. But the other niece, the younger one, she loves basketball, okay? And her coach, Coach Jimmy, you know who that is? Your father. That's my dad, her grandfather. And they, I, I, I was down in San Antonio this past weekend to visit all my family because it was my grandpa's birthday and my dad's birthday. Well, technically it was neither of their birthdays, but the weekend was sandwiched in between both of them. So I figured just come down and celebrate both, right? And what better way to start off that weekend celebration than going to my niece's basketball games, okay? And this gotcha. first basketball game I went to is the league that she's been in for a while was awesome. I show up and it's eight points to eight points and it's a nail biter till the end. Okay. These girls going back and forth. It was like actually very suspenseful and fun because she's finally I like to age. imagine they didn't score again for the rest. Of the game. Well, the other team did not. The other team did not score for the rest of the game, but Kaylin's team did score, I believe, two more baskets. So they whoa they killed it you know but a few hours after that one Kaylin has signed up now for a another basketball league a different one with a whole new team but my dad's still the coach right and so now she has two games on the weekends and so yeah. i'm lucky enough where these games are back to back right only a few hours separating them so we go to her other game in this other league 
this other league is the CYO. You know what the CYO is? No. I believe it's like the Christian Youth Organization or something like that. Um, and, and all of them, like every team represents a different church in the area. It, and honestly, too, they somehow have monetized it more than the pr- completely private basketball league she's in at the beginning of the day because they make every person who wants to watch their kids basketball game and every single person uh, like even if it's not your kid everyone in attendance for these games pay four dollars for admission grayson you know you're already paying for the girl to play basketball and you're making my dad pay to be a coach now you're charging everyone to spectate these terrible basketball games right and i only say terrible not because it's Kaylin and it's little girls, right? I just told you about a great game involving Kaylin and other little girls. These are terrible because all the girls in this CYO league have never played basketball before. Kaylin is like one of two girls in the entire league that know how to play. And so because of that, the referees, usually you have like at least two referees on a game, right? They only put one referee on the court. So it's just already impossible for them to catch everything. And then two, it doesn't matter if they catch everything because there is a mandate from the league to just not call any anything like on the girls. Like, no, there's no such thing as, as double dribbles. There's no such thing as traveling. There are barely any fouls, okay? Like, it was legitimately like just shoving Ten girls onto a basketball court, and just seeing what happens, you know, just hoping for the best. Like no, it, 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 it but then you also charged everybody in attendance four dollars to watch it all unfold, and basically everyone, all the parents and everything on the sidelines are freaking out because the main girl on the other team that Kaylin's fighting is just blatantly throwing elbows at other girls. And so, like, everyone on, on, on my, on Kalen's team is, like, screaming, yelling, like, ref, do something. The girl is, like, elbowing and threatening to elbow these girls. And he's just not doing anything. And then, like, you hear the sister of, of the girl who's elbowing people from the sidelines be like, hey, you can't do that here. You can't do that in basketball. And it, it's, just, it's not getting through to her. And then the mom is getting upset that people are yelling about her daughter throwing elbows at people. And then basically... A dad on the other team has the nerve to say, and this is all hearsay. I wasn't there for this, right? Um, but the, the dad of, I believe, the elbow girl, actually, um, turns to someone and says, these girls are all assholes, talking about Kalen's team. But then one of the dads on Kalen's team took umbrage at that statement. And so the two of them started getting into it and shoving each other. And then they went outside to go fight. And I don't know how that turned out. Um, and then eventually like the league officials had to come over and they were like, well, what's the problem over here? And they're like, your referee's not doing anything. And they're like, no, the referee's doing just fine. If we hear any of you parents uh, talk anymore, you're going to be ejected from the gym. And that, that's basically how the game went. Kalen still won, by the way. Good. (laughs) Yeah. It was really messed up. I hated CYO, Grayson. I will never return for another CYO game. It was... A very uncomfortable and unfun atmosphere, if I'm being honest. Uh, what can you say? You non-Christians, you're just weak. You don't understand the value of a good elbow in women's or girls' basketball. No, that's fair. But by that same thinking, right? Like, you know, you want to teach your kid to be able to take an elbow or two. I get that. But you also want to teach your kid how to play basketball. 
And so, like, maybe you should have them blow the whistle when a girl just runs across the court not dribbling. Because that's just football, you know? Personally, I disagree. This is all just preparation for their UFC careers. Fair enough. How do you feel about the fact that there was was a split gym, meaning that there was another basketball game happening on the other half of the gymnasium without a wall in between it? So the same, like, there was just the same buzzer, and the whistles were all confusing. So, like, every time one buzzer or whistle went off, both of the courts would stop, and the one of the courts would have to realize that their game's still going on. Oh, my. It was a mess, Grayson. And I was paying attention to the other court, because it was, like, closer to, like, 12. Because Halen's, I think, seven or eight years old, right? I was paying attention to the other court, and it was boys basketball with, like, it looked like a bunch of middle schoolers, maybe around, like, 11 or 12, you know? And... Grayson, their game went the entire time, okay? They started the game right before Kalen's did, so I was there for the entire boys' game as well, just glancing at it every so often. Um, by the, by the, with two minutes remaining in the game, in the final quarter, the score was three to four, okay? <laughs> and then guess what? They legitimately had a buzzer beater at the end when it was five to four to end the game. It was insane. It was the lowest <laughs> scoring, worst game. So I just, there's no hope. Even when Kaylin gets to be five years older, she's still going to be terrible if she stays in this league. You know? Good. Then she can give up basketball, start fighting in the UFC. And start fighting. I guess so. I guess that As would be the... she was always meant to. Next logical path forward. I guess so. Uh, by the way, when I was down there, again, the whole premise of me being in San Antonio is my dad and grandpa's birthday, right? When I was there, grandpa shared some really important information with me. And that is that he he has decided on who he is going to vote for in this Republican primary. Grayson, <gasps> would you be willing to take a swing at who you think his vote is for? He's voting in the Republican primary? I believe he is. Probably in New York, though, to be fair. Well, no, Honestly, I think he's registered I in Texas now. Grandfather for a Democrat. I, I can't tell if you're joking or not. I sincerely did. Something about him just being in New York. I stereotyped. That is my mistake. My grandpa is a raging Republican and always has been. In fact, you know, in retrospect, now that you say it, like it all makes sense. It should have been plainly obvious. I mean, the Vietnam hats, that's a dead giveaway. The Vietnam hats and working in prisons as a yeah. corrections officer. Um, yeah. It all checks out. No, uh-huh. it, it or just been very being obvious. an old Italian man, you know that also tends to correlate. But I guess none of these these boxes were checked. But as long as he's not voting for Nikki Haley, I'll be I have bad news. Don't you dare say it. I was just as shocked as you were. This man was the biggest Trump supporter I'd ever met in 2016. Okay, part of like my like I like originally I used to not be super close to my grandpa. But when I was like 15 years old, one of the things that bonded us was those Republican primaries, you know? But while I was watching them just because I thought they were funny, my grandpa was watching them being like, oh, this Trump guy, he's onto something, you know? Um, But I don't think my grandpa realized that I was more so just enjoying it for the entertainment. Um, But he was very, very Trump. So Trump. Loved Trump. But he has somehow changed his tune. And this was before Governor DeSantis dropped out. He, he's, he's a Nikki Haley guy, my grandpa. That's disturbing. Yeah, I don't quite, I don't quite know why. I, 
I, I really don't. I, I tried to inquire, but he really, he didn't have much of an explanation. And honestly, what I bet the explanation is, is at the end of the day, above being a, a, a Donald Trump guy, you know what my grandpa was first? A war guy. Well, no, a Fox News guy. And oh, so my, I see. My, my guess is that Fox News is really pushing Nikki Haley. Uh, my if goodness, I, it's not just Fox News. It is every single major network. It is the most baffling thing to see how hard Nikki Haley's getting pushed right now. I mean, good for her, you know? That's, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's going to result in anything, but we'll see, you know? I believe they call her just Bird Brain Nikki. Nikki Haley. And by they, I mean anyone Donald Trump. I believe he calls her Bird Brain Nikki, <laughs> which is anyone but a little Nikki insane. Haley. Anyone but Nikki Haley. You'd be okay with another four of Biden? Yes, over Would Nikki Would you be Haley? okay with a first four of Kamala? Of Kamala? Kamala, Nikki Haley. Rough. There's a chance. That could be the election we're looking at come, when is that, October? No, Kamala's not going to run. Oh, Why do you have to ruin my dreams, okay? Whatever. I guess I would take Nikki over Kamala because I find Kamala's voice more annoying. That's, wow. I love these standards. Um, well, I hate, I hate everything both of them say. Like, I'm going to hate whatever either of them say. Uh -huh. There's no getting around that fact. But at least with Nikki Haley, I don't want to rip my ears off just from the sound. I have to be honest, you know, the only person I've ever felt that way about in the world of politics was Amy Klobuchar. Her voice just, there was something a little grating about it. And by a little, truly, I mean a lot. Great. But also, incredibly grating. I think it would be hilarious if she was our president and I had to listen to that voice for four years, you know? That'd be awesome. That would also be funny. It'd be a really wonderful time. Really, truly wonderful. But we have bad news on the grandpa front, aside from, I guess, the Nikki Haley news, Grayson. That's and terrible news. That is that they have had an emergency flight back to New York. because So originally they were going to go back to New York on Wednesday. And so like the, I guess yesterday at the time of this recording, they were going to go back to New York, right? Because like some pipes had burst in their neighborhood and they were worried it was under their house. But a couple days before they leave, they find out that the pipes did not bust under their house, right? And so they're like, oh, well, then we can just stick with our original trip. We'll be going back to New York in a week and a half instead, you know? But before all mm -hmm. that happens, I show up in San Antonio, and they're like, we're leaving Wednesday. And I'm like, oh, man. And my grandma's like, uh, we'll, we'll try to get out to you and, and visit you in Austin before we go. And in my head, this is Saturday. I'm like, well, okay. I mean, and I looked at my calendar, and I was like, Grandma, I'm free on Monday and Tuesday, which are like literally the only two days they'd be able to visit me, right? So it worked out. Um, so I tell her grandma, I'm free on Monday and Tuesday if you guys want to come up. And you know what my grandma says? Um, she says, what? well, oh, okay, we'll see. Grandma, you're the one who just put the idea out there of coming to visit me in Austin. And I tell you, I'm free all the days you said, and now you're saying, we'll see? That's messed up. I felt very baited by my grandma, you know? As you should. And this is, so. this is a, they have a history of being like, we got to visit you in Austin. We got to visit you in Austin. And they just never do. They were here like on my birthday and that was it. And it was with the rest of my family. It doesn't count. You know, mm -hmm. I just get baited and baited. But basically I'm like, no grandma, I'm free on Tuesday. And, and then she, they, she's like, okay, okay, we'll end up coming up. We'll, we'll come up. We'll come up. So I had the pleasure 
I was spending Tuesday evening with my grandma and grandpa, right? They drove up to Austin and I hung out with them after work. We got food together. It was a grand old time, right? Wrong, Gray the Gray. I know you wanted to say right in, in, in an affirmation of what I just said, but that would have been incorrect. It was not a grand old time. Do you know why? No. Okay. Basically, my grandma was on the phone the entire time calling their entire family, and my grandpa was just kind of dissociating because his very last sibling, and granted, she is his uh, step-sibling, or sorry, not step-sibling, uh, sister-in-law. It's his like, very last remaining like family on that level, right? Um, mm -hmm. She has entered hospice. And so they ended up rebooking their emergency flight for Wednesday, and at the time of this recording, they're back in New York. Um, so shouts out to them, you know? Uh, That's such a downer story to tell. What the hell? It is a little bit of a downer, you know? And just like, I was looking forward to a really fun evening with my grandparents. And it was still nice. It was good to talk to them. But my grandma wouldn't stray from the conversation about death and dying and cancer. It was all she would talk about. And like, I get it. It's, it's top of mind. But it's like, guys, I don't, I don't know what to say, you know? What would you offer Grandma and Grandpa uh, as solace in that moment, Gray the Gray? Use this moment of reflection to reevaluate your vote for Nikki Haley. Okay, okay, okay. So we'd probably turn it back to political talk. Yeah, to get it off of death. I don't want to talk about that. That's so sad. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, to be fair, I haven't gotten a text message saying that my aunt has died yet. So I think that means they made it back in time to like see her. Which is good. That's good. So, like, yeah, I think that's pretty ideal, given the circumstances, you know? And I know you don't want to talk about death, Grayson, okay? You don't want to talk about people How dying. How many death talkets are you going to bring up? How much death is in this episode, Jason? How do you feel about talking about the death of some inanimate objects, okay? Like my car. Like your car. Like, yeah, very similar to your car. How do you feel about that? Can we, can we do that? Not can you go great. With me? Listen, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Do you remember my cousin Silas? The really little one from my graduation? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's like kind of been known in my family as being like a little weirdo. Okay. Are Did you aware of the. No, Silas is alive. Okay. We're talking about inanimate objects here. Silas is doing great. Well, Silas is. Silas is killing it. You know? I think that's probably the most what? proper way to phrase it. Silas is killing it. He is I think like a, a 10 year old or something boy, maybe nine, I don't know, around that age range, okay? Eight, nine, 10, somewhere in there. But in my family, as long as he's been like, you know, his own little person with a personality, he's kind of been like a little bit of a weirdo, you know? I don't know if any of that resonated you when, with you when you met him, but like when he was really little, like he was kind of like really inappropriate with touching people you know, especially women and like grabbing their asses, right? And then like, as he got older, he would just be like a real, he was like an iPad kid, like tried and true. And he has like these, mm. these absolute meltdowns like about his video games. And like one time my mom accidentally knocked over a Lego set when they were playing together. Um, and he like, was like, b just broke down, like screaming crying for i think like they said it was like three four hours where he wouldn't stop just screaming bloody murder about his lego set you know so like he has these tantrums he has like this weird thing with like touching people and um just yeah that's that's kind of the air of silas does that all add up 
I think I follow. I didn't okay. notice that at all, but I follow. That's good. That's good. He also is like very weird around guys, right? Like he like latches on the women and like he like hates men, by the way, does Silas. Uh, and so basically, uh, his dad is the one with Parkinson's. We all know and love him, Uncle Bobby, right? But mm-hmm. his mom, Aunt Christy, are like this, the clingiest parents ever, okay? They coddled this kid to the max because, like, they're in their 50s and they have a kid that's like eight, nine years old, right? They had him super late in life and they only have one other kid and he's like in his 30s now. And I watched them get married last year, right? Um, one thing that I learned very recently about Silas um, is that apparently when his brother, Andy, the one that I watched, get, got married, uh, when he got. Uh, when he started dating his now wife, uh, Silas used to be very upset with his brother and was very upset that they were dating and would always say that he was actually going to be the one to marry my now cousin Jenny, you know, which is like, oh, like c- kind of cute, like little kid behavior or just weird little kid behavior, you know? I guess. I feel I guess. like I hear about little sisters doing that sometimes yeah, I guess okay. it's not like outlandish uh-huh so uh, i guess that was a thing and like uh, silas and andy used to get along and they stopped getting along when he's like started having a girlfriend and my mom was actually in north carolina when my cousin announced his engagement um and when he did uh, everyone was like so happy for him right because andy's a great guy you met andy andy's awesome right yeah looking great for his age too yeah absolutely um silas from across the room put up a finger gun and pointed it at Andy. Um, and Andy's like the most calm, easygoing guy ever. And apparently he got like super like pissed off about it. Um, Cause like Silas was not joking. Like he was just like <laughs> put up a finger gun and aimed it at him when he announced his engagement, you know, like it's a weird thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, so like, this is all like just backstory. Silas, a little weirdo. And, Basically, my mom was cleaning out our toy room in the San Antonio house the other day, right? And while she's doing it, my, my, my nephew Jaden's there playing video games, hanging out. And my mom finds, like, these, like, weird, like, plastic chunks everywhere. And, like, after she finds, like, four or five of them, she turns to Jaden. And she's like, Jaden, what is this? Um, and she shows him, like, like distracts him from his video game. And Jaden very nonchalantly is like, oh, that was Silas. And my mom's like, no, like, oh, okay, but, like, what is it? And because basically Silas had been there for, like, New Year's and Christmas with uh, his parents, right? My, my aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. And so Jaden was like, Silas was cutting up all the Barbies. And my mom was like, what? And Jaden was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he paused his game and he showed my mom and there was this stash of like apparently like it was no fewer than like 25 Barbies just cut up into all different chunks. OK, like cutting their heads apart, their necks, their bodies, their legs, just in this like, yeah, just cutting them all, every which way, you know. And so there's a pile of Barbie chunks, you know, Barbies aren't cheap, too. So this is like an unfortunate thing to begin with. But um Basically, Jaden is saying Silas cut up all these Barbies. And uh, basically, my mom's like, what the hell? This is so messed up. There are all these dismembered Barbies. And then she calls up my uncle, who was staying with her at the time, staying with my family at the time, to come up and look at it. It's like, "Uh, Jimmy, look what Silas did. And it's this pile of Barbie chunks. And Uncle Jimmy's like, huh, that's freaky. 
Um, and my mom's like, yeah, I know. It's like weird. And my uncle said something to the effect of, well, at least he's not like, you know, uh, breaking out lipstick and like writing on the walls with it. Um, like, I, I guess like implying like making it look like blood or whatever. I don't know. He made some offhanded comment. Or at least he's not like using lipstick to look like blood. Right. Uh, my uncle goes back downstairs. The following day. No, 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 no. The following maybe 15 minutes. My mom continues cleaning the toy room and she gets to the little like uh, like wardrobe. Not wardrobe. What's the thing? Like it's like a mirror and makeup. It, what's the word for that? Like there's a little stool and a mirror and you have all your makeup inside of it. Maybe it is a wardrobe. Who knows? It was a little like makeup no, it's, kit. I know what you're talking about. but it's Yeah, not whatever the word for it is. Uh, a vanity? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah a vanity. And so my mom gets to it um, and she sees... There is just red smears all over the mirror with, like, words you can't quite make out and just, like, smudges and everything. And then there are more Barbie chunks on, like, the, the surface, like, the tabletop of it with the, the lipstick, the, the crusted-up lipstick all over them. And then my mom immediately called back up my uncle to show him um, that, in fact, there was lipstick broken into and it was made to look like blood, which is just, like, an insane, insane thing. Is it not? That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's crazy. And my mom has, like, now gone to, like, my nieces and like, hey, guys, like, do you know, like, what happened to all these Barbies? Just because she didn't want to, like, take Jaden's word for it, you know? Like, I mean, Jaden's probably not lying, but at least check in with the girls whose Barbies they actually are. You know, maybe Kaylin cut up some Barbies. Um, and apparently both of them immediately were like, oh, that was Silas. Like, they already knew. Um, and so... This little kid just going around cutting up Barbies, putting blood all over them. Um, and it's got my mom really freaked out that her uh, nephew's about to be a serial killer, you know? Um, that's, that's, that's a fair fear. That's, that's fair. Yeah, just like given that there's already been so much weirdness around the kid, you know? Like I've, uh, I get along very well with my like nieces and my nephew. Like I can just hang out with them. I have a good time when I'm around them. I think they're fun. Um, and they always hang out with Silas whenever he's in town. So like whenever I try to insert myself or like be around them, Silas does not like me. He will not like, it's not like he's like mean, but he just like will not acknowledge me when I'm around. So I've like not had the most pleasant interactions with him either, you know? Um, and basically my mom's been going around telling like all her like friends and like her psychology people. And the, the first thing they all say is like, do not let his parents get him a pet which i think is probably a pretty safe pretty safe path to follow you know i heard telling her friends and psychology people didn't cut out for me could you just repeat oh there? basically all my mom's people that she's told like the first thing they're all telling her is to make sure that that kid silas does not get a pet um because i guess that's you know the next step is you start killing animals so you oh. know what what's the the gray the gray diagnosis? I need one. Man, what's that one serial killer? Ted Bundy. That's Ted Bundy. Mm. Yeah, cause Silas is not like an ugly looking kid, you know. Like he's gonna grow up to look like like as one of those like skinny little like K-pop boy models, you know. If I had to guess. This is gonna be the next Ted Bundy. Yeah, it's like. This is it's, devastating. It's a little devastating. And the most devastating part is that my mom can't really confide in her brother or sister-in-law because her brother 
is declining in mental faculty. Like the, the most, like if she told my uncle Bob, all that would happen is my uncle Bob would laugh about the decapitated Barbies and the cut up Barbies and that's it. Like he wouldn't really have like the ability to do anything else or like think probably further into it. It would just begin and end at how funny it is that there's a bunch of cut up Barbies, which is a funny thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, in a sense, he's kind of living the best parts of life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my aunt is just so like if my mom were to re recount that whole story for her, the, the first thing that my aunt's going to do is be like, denied. oh, my gosh, I'm no, no, no. She won't deny. Denied, She's denied, just going to misinterpret and be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Uh, how much will it cost to replace the Barbies? You know, and mm. like she won't even realize there's a thing. And like, again, she's like so coddly of this boy that my mom can't be like, I think he's going to be a serial killer, you know? Um, you know, we should assume the best in the boy, you know? We, we shouldn't yeah. jump the gun. We shouldn't make, you know, outlandish assumptions. No, but we can. About this, that, and the other. We can follow our gut. And sometimes our gut, especially when it's a lot of people's guts, is is worth following you know um what i told my mom is that if she can't have the conversation with like her brother or sister why not have it with andy you know because i feel like if andy were on board to have the conversation he'd be like a good bridge you know to have that conversation great the great did you cut out again no i'm here I'm oh just thank thinking. god okay 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 you I'm had me thinking, so worried i don't know man I guess like that's a sensible course of action, but do we want to jump to the serial killer solution? It's not a serial killer solution. It's more a thing of like, you need to get this kid into, I mean, I would say you need to get him into therapy, but the really weird thing about this kid, Grayson, is that he's like extremely intelligent, you know? Like he's in karate right now and he's like top of his class. He has like perfect grades and everything. And like Most I see it. serial killers are. Yeah. But I see it so blatantly when he's here with his mom and everything. Again, they coddle him to like just the most insane level. He's such an iPad kid. But he is so, for his age especially, like manipulative. Like he will get his way no matter what it is. And like he, he knows the things to leave out. Like, cause like, you know, kids get caught in lies and everything, right? Um, mm -hmm. So like my mom's caught him in like lies and stuff. But he is, he, <laughs> you know? He's he's very good at working his way out of it, wiggling his way out of it. He's it's it's a, it's quite the skill for for a, like a nine year old to have, and so just I worry that we're equipping this boy to just have so many killer instincts, you know? He's really developing the toolkit. Yeah. So hypothetically, of course, of course, my cousin won't become a serial killer, right? Like how silly to even posit such a thing. But hypothetically, if you were to become one, that whole thing about how he just like be hates really good men. At it. Well, yeah, probably will be very good at it. But the whole thing about how he hates men and has like this weird obsession with women and like used to like touch women a lot. Do you think he like kill women or men or both or like what would the deal be? That's a good question. Thank I you. mean, like going back to Ted Bundy, he killed exclusively women. He really liked women. Yeah. But also, didn't he have, like, trauma with his mom or he hated his mother or something? And that's exactly right. He won't have that kind of trauma because, again, it's, like, a very doting mother. But I guess I'm already planning ahead for the trauma. I mean, I love Uncle Bob, but 
the man is early onset Parkinson's. He's not long for this. Like, he, he probably won't make it into Silas's teenage years, you know? Um, so there's already going to be that trauma. And just the trauma of growing up around your father who is declining in mental function faster than you're developing in your own mental function, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so we're, we're laying the groundwork for, for quite the autobiography or biography, more likely. Yeah, I mean... Assuming biopic. they catch him and put him in prison, he might have plenty of time. Definitely a biopic. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, a biopic. But yeah, I just, I, I have, I have no clue how to feel. Um, again, I feel like it's so like crazy to be like, oh, like he's on path to be a, like a serial killer. Because surely there are probably a lot of people that have similar patterns to like all those tropes you see in serial killer documentaries, right? But. The vast majority of the people that have those, that follow those tropes in their childhood don't go on to be serial killers, you yeah, know? Yeah, they just go on to be normal, awful people, not yeah. killing awful people. Exactly. And so it's like that's the most likely scenario. But also think about how in 15, 20 years, if something does happen, how this podcast will be like, well, why didn't you guys do something? Obviously, you guys were aware, you know? And it's like, well, shoot. You know? Listen, I'm not in the place where I can do anything. This all falls on you, JC. I'm Me. washing my hands of this. I don't interact with that kid. The, whenever I try to, he just like stares at me all creepy and waits for me to like stop talking. I'm yeah. washing my hands of this. If he turns out to be a serial killer, JC, it's all on you. You could have prevented it. Yeah, shoot. The blood will be on your hands and your hands alone. That will be really, really, really tough. I guess I just pray that I'm not one of the victims. That's all I can do at this point, you know? That's but fair. We'll see. We There's shall a non-zero chance that his brother is the first victim. Oh, no, don't say that. Not Andy. Yes. After Andy's... everything you've described, how is that not the likely conclusion? Yeah, also, I, so I already had, like, these weird feelings, and my mom told me the Barbie story, like, earlier this week. Um, and I never knew the Andy thing about pointing the gun at him and being, like, super angry about him being with Jenny. Like, I had no clue that was even, like, a thing that existed. And before she even told me that, I was already on board. Like, I had already suggested, why don't you, like, try talking to Andy first and see where his head's at, you know? Um, but then when I learned that, I was like, oh, my gosh, perfect. Andy is probably going to be in a pretty similar place where he already knows his brother's a little off, you know? A little psychopath. Maybe, maybe a little, I mean, psychopath, sociopath, who's to say? Um, but, well, has he always been like this, or did he start at some point? Well, again, it started with him being, like, really creepy and weird around women and, like, grabbing them inappropriately. Psychopath. You know? <laughs> I guess so. He was just built this way. Like, my earliest memories of Silas, right, like, aside from being, like, a baby, are, like, him going to the pool with my nieces and nephews and getting in trouble for, like, grabbing girls asses you know um but yeah and then also like spending too much time letting the little water pump blast into you but i feel like a lot of kids do that you know that's not like a serial killer trait you know no, that's just a little kid thing. yeah exactly exactly um okay 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 but also my mom because she's like going on this whole little like rabbit hole of evidence against this nine-year-old and she was pulling up all the photos from Andy's wedding because he was the ring bearer for it. And in every single photo, he is there with just like the most 
a just miserable look on his face. He's not smiling in a single photo on the wedding day, which is just well, no, insane. No, this guy's stealing his wife. I guess so. Dang. But hadn't you considered? Yeah, it's tough. It is tough. But yeah, Grayson, that's about where we're at on on that uh, saga. Which is exciting. I like that we have a bunch of sagas going on with all the kids in my life. You know, we have the Jaden saga. I do like that. Uh, now so we true. have the Silas saga. The Kaylin saga is that she's just awesome and a all-star basketball player, you know? We're all on board with Kaylin. Yeah, and then Haley's got the FNAF stuff, which is awesome, too. You know? And ghost oh, You know what Haley's also, like, as of the past like couple years, been super into? What's that? Is the Hunger Games. Like, that's been probably her most recent hyperfixation and obsession. But you, when we were out at my dad and my grandpa's birthday lunch dinner thing, we were there for like two hours. And on top of that, there was like a 40 minute wait. My niece has recently in the past week discovered, do you remember that simulator where you can insert photos and names of people and then it generates the results of a Hunger Games? Yeah. Yeah, my niece just discovered that. So she was having just the greatest time ever at this dinner, taking photos of everyone and putting us in the Hunger Games simulator. And I was so on board for it for the first two games, Grayson. Okay, I thought it was like fun. Okay, but by the end of dinner, she had done at least 15 rounds of Hunger Games. And I just, I was checked out. I can only die so many times. And also in the first two, the only two that I paid attention for, I was the first one dead in both of them. So... Awesome. Wow, you really suck at the Hunger Games. In each game, I was killed by one of my sisters. You know? That makes sense. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But, yeah, that's Haley. We got J I'm trying to think if there's any more Jaden drama or Jaden lore. But I'm just I hoping can... that in the future we can get more Silas lore. Yeah, I hope so. I'm getting it through the, the, the lens of my mother, I guess, or just through the drip feed from my mom. Because she's the most I feel like connected. that's to the benefit. That's to our benefit because I feel like your mom has already fully bought into the conspiracy theory. Oh, Not even completely. Conspiracy theory, but the serial killer theory. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get the just most mm -hmm. deranged interpretation imaginable. That's no, what, you're right. That's perfect. Oh, and my uncle. My uncle has now gone to North Carolina since the pile of Barbie was discovered to help out with like that whole family side of the family because my uncle is declining and everything, right? So my other uncle's there with him. Um, but basically, before my uncle left for San Antonio and that day when they found the chunks, my uncle took a photo of it and was like, I'm going to ask Silas about it when I see him. Um, and my uncle did ask him. And Silas's response was, I don't know anything about Barbie. Um, and that's where it was left. So he's at the very least denying any Barbie chunks were cut up, you know? Um. Also, my uncle... This is my, all an elaborate scheme. Haley's the <laughs> serial killer. Haley? Yep. No. It's all the FNAF, all the ghost hunting, the Hunger Games. We should have seen the signs, JC. We should have known. That is so sad. No, Haley would never be able to hurt anyone. Haley likes communicating with the dead too much, okay? She feels too much for the dead. Um, she prefers communicating with the dead, JC. Don't you understand? No. That's really, really, really tough. This... <laughs> Why do you keep doing that with your nose? With my nose? What do I do with my nose? You're just like vibrating it. No. That's with my throat. 
<laughs> so funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug my nose real quick and do it. Like a oh, yeah, I can do it perfectly with my nose plugged. Billy goat. No, not at all. I am not that. I am not even a little bit that. So, I really felt like there was more to the Jaden drama, but I I can't think of what it is. So I think he's in the clear. You know. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad things are really looking up for him. And now Absolutely. we have another one of your family members to, yeah. <laughs> to keep I mean, up on. If you want more of the Silas saga, I have a little bit more. And that's like my uncle, the one who went over there to help out with them. He's the very problematic uncle in my family. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you you know, the, I think gen the gist, you know, about this uncle, right? Yeah, um, I met him one time. Yeah. Well, he just doesn't get along with most people but the people he does get along with okay are going to be young impressionable like boys in the family okay so like when i was little growing up i thought uncle jimmy was the shit okay i thought he was awesome when i grew up i realized that wasn't the case right now Jaden thinks uncle jimmy's awesome right i hope he grows up to realize that's not the case um but like it's it's because most adults realize how just terrible he is I'm so this is a mean thing to be saying but it's just true just like how not great of a person he is and how like he does a lot of not great things to people right um but he has managed uh, for Silas to be the one boy in the family he does not get along with uh because apparently uh Uncle Jimmy was trying to get Silas to karate practice but Silas was too busy in his VR headset and so he wasn't getting ready for karate. And so my uncle went to take the headset off of my nephew, off of Silas's head, right? Or my cousin's head, you know? And when he did it, apparently the VR headset fell onto the ground. But Silas just had one of his tantrums screaming about how my uncle threw it to the ground and ripped it off his head. Um, and now the two of them are having their own power struggle in the household. Um, because, like, then my uncle was refusing to take him to karate. And then my uncle, who's declining in mental function, was like, well, if you're not going to take him, I have to take him. And so my uncle Parkinson ended up driving my cousin to his karate practice, which he wasn't supposed to. So now the family's upset at Uncle Jimmy. But Uncle Jimmy's upset at Silas, and Silas is upset at Uncle Jimmy. So, again, there's this whole power struggle happening in that household between an 8-year-old boy and a 59-year-old man. Okay? Um, Silas holds too much power. He really does. He really, really does. But that's what happens when you're basically an only child. Uh, and so uh, my mom, because my uncle called my mom to be like, oh, all this shit. Like you're complaining about everything that was happening, right? And explaining his side of the story. And my mom was like, Jimmy, just remember at the end of the night, you're the one going to sleep in the bedroom next to that boy. Which I think is a very valid point. You know, there's always time for a first victim. He's also nine. Like, literally get over it, brother. He throws a tantrum. You're an adult. Thank you. Like, it, yeah. It's just, like, literally, like, the because I thought what was going to happen is my uncle eventually took him to karate practice. Like, the, the Uncle Jimmy, the bad uncle. He eventually took him to karate practice. Or just no one got to karate practice. That's also fair, right? But the fact that my bad uncle let my good uncle, the one with Parkinson's, drive when he hasn't been allowed to drive in, like, a year is insane, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, just ridiculous. Stop being a child. But that is the nature of him. He will never not be a child, and he is 60, essentially. So, shout out to him. Wow. Shout out to everyone in my family, you know? Shout out to Alohi. I got a call from Alohi. Yo, what's up with Alohi? 
right before podcast, I get a call from a Loki. She calls me and she says, she explains why I'm the one that she called. She says, I wanted to talk to someone. So I thought, hmm, who's going to have nothing going on? And then I picked you. I mean, and I was like, wow, thanks, Alohi. Is that That's an cool. unfair, like, line of reasoning? No, and, like, I expressed that to her. Okay, okay. You know, I was like, I'm hurt, but, like, it worked. So yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. So we, we just talked. We talked about her work. She's gotten a lot more busy. She apparently had a really chill job for the winter, and now it's, like, picking up. So she's Let's go. doing all that. I told her like about a- my car troubles. She recommended a Nissan because all she's ever owned is a Nissan. Boo. I think I'm probably going to opt for a, to- to- for a Toyota. Yeah. Um, uh, she told me about, like, the jobs that she hires for and how they're, like, really cushy and overpaid and ridiculous. And in spite of that, all the people that apply are, like, college students who are incredibly unprofessional. So it's really easy to do her job and be like, man, you showed up, like, you with your bed in the background unmade with a person sleeping in it. That's and insane. You didn't even, like, comb your – like, you're in a T-shirt and nothing outfit. You didn't comb your hair and there's a yeah. person sleeping behind you. No, you're not getting the job, <laughs> you know? So we talked about that for a little bit, but it was a good conversation. I'm just not over the the fact that I'm the one with nothing going on. That's so devastating, especially on a week when I got so much going on. But Alohi's friends with like, you know, busy people, I feel like generally, you know, like, really, I think so. Isn't Mahina pretty busy? I guess no. it's not a friend. That's her sister. Well, maybe that's exactly it. She didn't want to talk to her sister. She wanted to talk to a friend. But think yeah, about like I'm delighted. I told Aloki I'm expecting a weekly call from now on because she said her New Year's resolution was to reach out to people more. Let's go. So I'm expecting a weekly call going forward. But yeah, hopefully so. That's I mean, that's good to know. I'll know now, too, that if Aloki never reaches out to me, that means that she hates me even with her resolution. You know, like if I can't get the reach out even with her deciding she wants to reach out to more people, that's that's really going to cause a rift, you know? Well, to be fair, technically yeah. her New Year's resolution is to reach out to more people to hang out, like be the uh, one she's hanging out. Because I guess I uh, she, one of her friends complained that she didn't do that enough. Um, and I feel so like she, she does wants that to be plenty. The one to I said the same thing. That's I was like, crazy. What are you talking about? She says needy friends. Truly. Well, it was one friend. And yeah, needy friend, no doubt. Yeah. Um, so... To be very clear, the call today was not part of the resolution. That was she wanted someone to talk to. That makes and sense. Figured I was not doing anything. So valid, so so valid, Grayson. Um, by the way, do you remember? This is this is very unrelated to anything, but in in, in the realm of our friends, do you remember back during our Orlando trip a few weeks ago? Our our dear sweet friend Bimily had a dream where she met like two famous YouTubers on a boardwalk and then you were the one taking the photo and when Bim got the camera back, you did not take any photos of her and the celebrities? Yeah. Okay, great. I just wanted to jog your memory. Um, Do you remember, like, were you doing that intentionally in the dream or was it like you were just that oblivious? Um, I don't recall. Okay. I think intentionally. Like, okay, I think okay. Dream Me was doing it for a bit was... Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I was asleep the other night, Grayson, 
when oh no i am walking in my and i have a dream by the way this is a dream now and where i'm sleeping um but I'm, I'm walking around and i think it's like a i don't know if it's like a technology section of a store or if it was like a animal store like a pet store i couldn't really tell what was going on but there was it was definitely a store and a shopping mall right and i think there was generally like expensive stuff there whether it was animals or computers you know and while i'm walking around you know who i see with my little eyes i see comedy central's nathan fielder from nathan for you and from the disaster artist and from his new HBO shows, you know? I see Nathan Fielder. I kind of zoned out for a second. So the moment you said, I see Nathan Fielder, yeah. I forgot that it was a dream. And I thought you were telling an actual story. And I was baffled that you waited this long to bring it up. But no, that would have been exciting. That would have been massive. No, this is a dream. But I meet Nathan Fielder. And he's like really, really cool. And he's being really nice. And I'm like, hey, can I get a photo? And then I turn around and Bim's there. And I give her my phone to take the photo. Um, and Bim... I don't, I, again, I assume it's a bit, it's definitely a bit, but she just like, just takes forever for these photos to the point where Nathan's getting visibly uncomfortable because Bim is taking like four or five <laughs> minutes to take these photos. Um, and then finally Nathan, uh, uh, what ends up like just disrupting everything is like Nathan, like it's like, car, like, I don't know, someone like pulls him away, right? That he's with. Um, then, then Bim hands me the camera and it's all just selfies of her in a fish tank <laughs> it's her in a fish tank behind her in every single photo and i'm like what the fuck bim and i go back up to nathan field i'm like nathan i'm so sorry would i be able to actually get a photo with you and as that happens alarms start going off in the mall and then nathan starts booking it okay and him and like a team of security guards are like running around like and then like mall security and police and like not police but like swat or something like some like above police are there and they're chasing down nathan and his personal security and then that's pretty much the dream but bim screwed me out of photos with nathan how dare she but i just thought it was very odd that it was a i don't almost a spitting image of her dream that she described a couple months ago or i guess a month ago um which probably not that weird is probably the exact reason why the dream went the way it did but i had completely forgotten about it until i i had the exact dream you know that's wild a little wild uh, i'm sorry i didn't meet him for real i'm a little devastated by that but also i feel like in the context of the real world, Bim is far like far more likely to do a bit like that than I am. I think Bim would be far more likely to do the bit of taking forever, like just like legitimately taking four minutes to take a photo, you know? But I don't think she would do the thing of screwing someone out of the photo because mm -hmm. she's had that experience herself firsthand. I could see that, yeah. But if there was going to be someone who was going to have a bit about photo taking, yeah, I just don't take photos. Like that's, that's fair. Like you wouldn't be, I wouldn't be the one to ask. I wouldn't even have the option of the bit. No, that is you know? so valid. You're absolutely right. You're just too tall to take photos at any good angle for us, at least. You know, it's just it's it's unreasonable. Everything would be okay. shot yeah, facing down. It it's a bad yeah, angle. Our foreheads look really one. big, bigger than they already are. We can't have that. Yeah, we do have a big forehead group, so. Yeah, it like, does not serve us. The square footage of forehead in our friend group is it's astonishing to say the least. Really Jason. alarming. Yeah. Absolutely. 
But is there anything else that you, you find uh, you want to talk about before we ride off into the sunset today? I don't really have anything. I got to cover just about. I got the whole beginning of the podcast. You got the middle and the end, and we got so much lore. It was it was good. A lot of lore, lore heavy episode. Oh, I have an update. I have some house cleaning to do for the podcast before we ride off, and that oh, is what? that. Uh, you know how the printer and the iPad don't work together very well because it doesn't let you mm-hmm. measure stuff. I bit the bullet. I paid three dollars for an app that claimed it could print the size, and guess what? It works it? like a charm. Let's it go. Co- cost three dollars, but works like a charm. I can now measure it to the exact, uh, I mean, not exact inch, even smaller than that. The, the exact, I don't know, whatever the smaller unit of an inch Millimeter. is. Ew. I guess that probably. So I, I have that functionality now. So that problem solved. Again, no thanks to Adobe and no thanks to uh, what's it? iPad and Apple. It's all thanks to some independent developer with like 60,000 positive reviews who's made $3 off of every one of them. So I hope they're living their life doing amazing, having created the most simple app imaginable. Good but, for them. Yeah, no, good for them is right. Gray the gray. I think with that, I am prepared to drive off into the, you can just walk alongside my car, but I'm going to drive off into the sunset. Would you please join me? Really rubbing it in, but okay. I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry about it. We'll be back next week. Goodbye, everybody. Adios.